No phones at the podcast table. Hey, hey Maria. <laughs> I could kick you out of my house if I wanted to. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> hey there. Hey, and welcome to the Wonder Binge Podcast. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some shit, you know? Thick boy. This is my new vocal warm-up. Thick, thick boy. boy. The boy is thick. The thickness of the boy. Listen, I'm down with the thickness, if you know what I'm saying. I am down with the thickness. <laughs> yeah, turn it into like a groove oh. song. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to turn it into an 80s jam. Oh, jeez. I think we're bringing <laughs> the demons back to this room. Oh, yeah. I thought we scared them out, but I think we're calling them back. <gasps> we only summon thick demons. The thickest of demons. <laughs> There is no skinny demon. Only. Thick. No, no, no. There are, only but we only thick. want the thick ones. <laughs> I will accept any demon. Uh, please don't actually, because I I don't want them here. I mean, you're fine. You can stay, but oh, the other ones, no. I'll I'll bring them around when you guys leave. It's kind of one of those situations where it's like these friends can't hang out with these friends, you know? Can't hang out with a demon. <laughs> I can't. I can't <laughs> hang out with a demon. Welcome to one of me, Hey there, guys. Welcome to Wonder Binge. I am your host, Jen Cole. I am your other host, Maria Monachino. And this is our guest sit-in. Hello. This is our guest sit-in. Hello. (laughs) My name is Hello. This is my little brother, Dan. He will be sitting in on this episode because why the fuck not? This is Wonder Binge, where we wonder about a topic, we binge on the knowledge, and then we tell you about it. That's the premise of the show, baby. For any imagery and stuff that you'd like to view while watch li- while watching while listening <laughs> to this episode, you can find our socials at Wonder Binge Pod. Yep. Hey, how have you been? I'm all right. How are you? Good. Can I can I say that your sister just got married? Yeah. Can we clap? Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations! Yeah, it was a good wedding. It was, it was very a good fun. reception. I drank a lot of champagne. Did you really? Uh, well, I, I I drank all of mine and half of Matt's, and then I had a lot of the uh, the bourbon iced teas. <laughs> you disappeared so much throughout the night. I did. That Matt and I straight up were just like we just like she'll show up. Here's the thing. I kept <laughs> I kept losing you guys. So I would I was like, "All right, well, I'm not I, I, when I see them, I'll see them and I'll go talk to them." But I kept losing you. So I was hanging out with your cousins the whole time. Genevieve, Maria, now I know that you came prepared. I did. I know that you showed up and you had a little a little script written in your little Google Doc and you were ready to just read it and, f- and feel like oh here I am I'm prepared look at me look at me planning ahead and knowing when this premieres but you know what I'm stealing your thunder today the day that this episode premieres is August 9th Man. and it is Genevieve Cull's 25th birthday and if you guys don't attack her on social media (laughs) saying that she's old (laughs) then i'll fight every last one of you wow you just did that to me i just just steamrolled you god damn about yourself because i love you and you shouldn't have to announce your own birthday (laughs) you know what Thanks, actually. You're I think I, I think I mean that. Thanks. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is my birthday. The day it comes out. Uh, but you don't have to attack me. You know, you don't. Do it. No, you really don't do have it. to. It's really Here's okay. the thing is, like, we won't know if you heard this and didn't. So just do it. And, you know, if you hear it after the fact, not on my birthday, you, you still don't have to. Just find me. the birthday post and comment on it. It doesn't matter what time of year it is. 
<laughs> like five years from now, I'll get a happy 25th. On yeah, that exactly. Post. Exactly. <laughs> you are forever 25 on that Instagram post. Congratulations. All right. Well, thanks. You're welcome. Thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs> Still trying to figure out what the heck I'm doing for my birthday other than going to Virginia, but that's happening later. <laughs> yeah. Camping. Oh, Danny's raising his, his hand. Yeah, you in the front. Can I, can I come? To Virginia? Yes, to Virginia. <laughs> to Virginia? No, sorry, buddy. West Virginia. Mount Mama. Shenandoah. Hang on. Just a moment. Disgusting. Thank you. Wow, I love having company. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you miss it? Don't you miss people just sitting here? (laughs) It's amazing. Well, I do have another bullet point in my shout out slash banter section. Uh, It's shouting out two new listeners. They are my, they're my mom's cousins. So they're my cousin once removed. I think is how it goes. I'm going to start doing a thing where if you email us at wonderbingepod at gmail.com and you like put in your subject line, new listener, just give me like, you don't need to know us. You don't need any connection to us. Just give me your name and a cute, a little bio, something you want me to say. Cause I want to have shout outs. That's actually a really cute idea. Oh my I god. I want to shout out people that I don't know personally. <laughs> that's I like that. Actually, that's a really good idea. If you just started listening to this podcast, please email us and tell us. We'll give you a shout out. That's cute. <laughs> I'm just sick of you being like, here's my friend or my work friend or my family friend or my friend. And I'm like, I have friends. <laughs> I'm here too. <laughs> You could announce that Connor started listening. (laughs) Oh, God, Connor started listening. But yeah, so my cousins once removed started listening to the podcast. Thanks for fully, like, the guy fully caught up. Fully caught up. Uh, I'm I'm hesitant to say your names because I forgot to ask. So I'm just saying them. He, she and he. But uh, yeah, he's fully caught up already. And like... Would you say that he binged? I would say he binged. And yeah, like, and already sent me some suggestions. Oh boy! Yeah, so I'm gonna have to dive into those. We love suggestions. I love suggestions. I'm gonna dive into those in the future. But yeah, so, oh, my second shout-out. Oh, right, my birthday. But that was steamrolled. I guess I should just jump into the topic then, huh? You're welcome. Happy birthday. (laughs) Thanks. Hey, we're the same age now. Yay! Yep. Did you just question your age for a minute? I had Is that to think what I about saw it. in your eyes? I had to think about it. Maria, you're older than me. You I, do remember that, right? No, I that, just right? don't know anything. Well, good thing I'm going to educate you today. Yay! You'll know at least one thing. I like learning. Learning's great, right? Tell me the stuff. Okay, so since it is my birthday today, oh my goodness. I'm going to do a topic that I'm super interested in. Oh my goodness. And if I were a better planner, I would have saved the Western star signs or the tarot cards for my birthday, but alas, I'm a terrible planner. That's okay. So I did the next runner-up. <gasps> Prepare yourself. I'm prepared. This is going to be a long episode. Should I Should I buckle up? Should I... Does that seat have a belt buckle? Should I... It certainly doesn't have jerky taped underneath it. <laughs> Are you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> You weren't you here check? before me. <laughs> I did leave the room for a minute to get you my did. chapstick. You did. Dan, don't tell her that I taped the jerky under her chair. Imagine if I taped the entire tub of cheese balls under your chair <laughs> somehow. And imagine if I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, ready to dive in? Here we go. I'm ready. I'm going to start off with Manky Zone. It's actually really bad. It's really bad? It's really bad. Why? Because <laughs> I forgot to go back and edit it. Oh. We're just going to go. We're going to go Do a live edit. Just do it. Do you want me to do a live edit? Yeah. Okay. Like, as you're saying it, fix it. All right. Let's see if I can do this. Have you ever had that feeling that you're all out of whack? Have you felt a tightness of spirit or possibly a strange physical ache in one area that medicine just couldn't soothe? Maybe you need a doctor, a special potion, 
Maybe you need a priestess. Or maybe the troubles can only be solved by you. Maybe you simply need to sit straight. <gasps> I know what this is. Find your inner quiet. I know what this is. Unblock and realign your seven chakras. chakras. <laughs> <You> freak. <laughs> did you enjoy my terrible opening? <laughs> I did. Why aren't you wearing your chakra necklace? <laughs> that sound, listeners, was the sound of Jenna slapping her chest just as hard as possible <laughs> at the aud- like the audacious realization that she's not wearing her chakra necklace. <laughs> Oh my god! I just slapped my heart chakra really hard. You need to fix that one. Can't, heart's broken. <laughs> so yeah, we're doing the seven chakras. I've been into chakras for a long time, and before you ask, no, I didn't get interested from Avatar, The Last Airbender. I know that. Some other anime. That. Yeah. Naruto. <laughs> oh, Naruto? Naruto, my favorite food. Um, Shippudan? I've never watched. Is it Naruto or Naruto? Naruto. What? Naruto? Or if you're saying in Japanese, it's more like Naruto. But, you know, where does, you do what you want. Where does Naruto come from, then? That's the food. The, the food pronunciation uh, is Naruto. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so there are technically, depending on, like, which religion slash spiritual thing you're following, there are technically 114 chakra points all throughout the human body. That's more than seven. That is more than seven. But most people are familiar with the primary seven, which is what we're going to talk about today. Most people think of them, visualize them as colorful spinning wheels that align from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. I think we've all seen a chakra poster before. Uh, But if you haven't, that's the imagery. (laughs) (laughs) But what is a chakra if you're not familiar? So like I said, my interest uh, did start with Naruto, but I am going to quote Avatar The Last Airbender to quickly explain what chakras are. Okay, good. Can I just ask really quick, is it... Is it chakra? Like the ch sound? It could be chakra or chakra. Okay. I think it's I've, both. I think I've said chakra most of the time. Chakra So works. I just wasn't sure if there is a proper one. I think they might say chakra in Naruto, and I think that's why I say it like okay. that. It could be either. Whatever your feelings. But anyway, so the quote from Avatar. Uh, this is a quote from Guru Pathak while he's teaching Aang how to go into the Avatar state. The water flows through this creek, much like an energy flows through your body. As you see, there are several pools where the water swirls around before flowing on. These pools are our chakras. Why are you crying? <laughs> I just really love that scene. <laughs> it is a good scene. It is a good scene. That's a, a pretty good scene. It's an awfully hot coffee pot. <laughs> it's an awfully hot coffee pot. I'm over here. <laughs> uh, so you see, chakras, chakras, or energy centers, are vast yet confined pools of energy in our bodies which govern our physiological qualities. Chakras are said to contain an ultimate pure healing energy called prana, also known as life energy, to keep us happy and healthy. As I do my fashion, I'm going to do a brief history on where chakras came from. So the chakra system originated in India between 1500 and 500 BC uh, out of Hinduism. Many Indian religions have adopted chakras. Hinduism methods typically have six chakras plus one because they consider, like in the Western version, which is our version, the crown chakra, the one like kind of floating above your head, isn't considered a chakra in Hinduism because it's outside of your body. So they say like six plus one. But in Buddhism, there's only five chakras. In Sanskrit, the word chakra means disc or wheel and refers to the energy centers of your body. Now, these wheels are discs of spinning energy. Each correspond to specific organs as well as physical, emotional, physiological, and spiritual states of being and all influence your life in some way. In Hebrew and uh, Kabbalism... Kabbalism? 
Kabbalism? Kabbalism? I think it's Kabbalism. I'll go with that. Tree of Life Kabbalah. But the chakras are called Sephirot. Sephirot. I have the pronunciation here and I'm still reading it wrong. Sephirot. (laughs) It (laughs) looks like Sephirot. That sounds like like an eldritch being. Sephirot. Sephirot. I think it's Sephirot. The world breaker. (laughs) (laughs) The tree chopper. But anyway, this wow, is... well, way to make it just so not cool. It's so not cool, yeah. <laughs> I said something lame. and I was like, that sounds like it could be a thing. And then you went, the tree chopper. <laughs> Happy birthday, I'm bullying you. Oh, do you only do that on my birthday? What are you doing for the rest of the year? Bullying you. Is every day my birthday? Every day's your birthday, baby. Aww. I love you. Anyway, so Sephirot Sef- Sephirot means sphere. That's all okay. I want you to know, is okay. that it means sphere. Um, and each Kabbalah chakra is assigned a planet slash sun or moon, kind of like the astrology signs. And I just learned while I was looking up this brief history that there's something called Kabbalistic astrology. Yes, there is. I had no idea. And there's also things called minor planets, mm-hmm. which I like I kind of knew in the back of my head, but never looked into. So there might be another like star topic coming your way, gang. Oh, boy, how? Yeah. Uh, keep your ears open for stars. <laughs> keep your ears open for stars. Continuing on, chakras were westernized officially around the 1800s. Um, there's actually a lot more to how it got westernized, but I'm going to just give you the shortened version because it's a lot. Because, you know, a lot of Western culture things is just a hodgepodge of other cultures. Uh, but over time, the seven chakras were solidified, each gaining its own color, symbol, element, alchemic property, gemstone, yoga position, and other properties. So each chakra just has, like, a buttload of things associated with it. Chakras are also often spoken about during tarot readings and just astrological stuff in general. Does Is it all making sense where my interests stem from? Uh-huh. It's all, it's all coming together. It's tracking. I actually, I actually just made recently like a whole chakra chart for the tarot book that I'm creating. Like it's just all in one. I even referenced it for this episode, which was great. But as you've probably guessed already, since we're, uh, you know, out west, I'm going to be reporting primarily on the Western chakra system. But I wanted to pay homage to its roots real quick before we jumped in. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, ugh, I scrolled too far. If you want a serious deep dive into the history of Western chakras, please check out an article based on the book The Rainbow Body, How the Western Chakra System Came to Be by Kurt Leland. And you can find it on theosophical.org if you really want to read like the whole thing. It it was pretty interesting. But anyway, so let's dive into the seven chakras of the Western chakra system. So as I've said, the Western chakra system has seven primary chakras, and they are most often used in alternative healing and new age metaphysics. Chakras are believed to have an effect on both our mental health and our physical health, each chakra being associated with organs and glands of the particular region that that chakra is located in. There are ways to tell if a specific chakra is blocked or misaligned, which I will get to in a sec. There are also ways to open these chakras back up to improve the energy flow within your body and hopefully in ways heal yourself mentally and heal yourself physically. I was just thinking, I'm pretty sure like every last one of my chakras is blocked as hell. Oh, Queen, when I was going through the signs of blocked chakras, I was like, Maria's just fully closed up. Dude, there's no flow. It's like every single one. I'm like, oh, Maria just... has that problem. Oh, she has that problem too. Yeah. Oh, God. If if anyone would like a full layout of all of my problems, just look at symptoms of blocked chakras <laughs> and you'll get the full list. <laughs> Queen, I'm so sorry. I'm about to like send you- Find- 
find me someone who can open them for me, please. Hey, hopefully I can help you do that in this episode. Oh boy, howdy. That's the plan. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. Or maybe you and I just need to meditate or something. The chakras are typically represented by a swirling colored orb, as well as a mandala-looking flower. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty. That I... I like low key wanted a tattoo of those. I like I'm still kind of considering it because I really like the chakras. Uh, but each of the chakras is typically referred to by their location on the body, but they also do have a Sanskrit name. Okay, which I will share with you. Each of the chakras also has a bij mantra, bij meaning seed in Sanskrit, and it is a one syllable sound that helps activate the energy or the chi, which is the Chinese word for breath. Of each chakra while meditating. Chi is the Chinese word for breath. So then that's um, like coming from, I would assume, Chinese chakras. So practice. Like I, yeah. But like then, I said, Western chakra, the Western chakra system is a hodgepodge. It's also taking Tai Chi and because like chakras where's are. Where's Tai Chi from? Tai Chi is from, I think it's from China. Actually, let me look that up. China. Okay, cool. Well, are they spelled differently? There's different spellings. Because Tai Chi is C-H-I and Chi, the energy, is X-I? Uh, chi is spelled C-H-I or X-I or Q-I. Ah. Yeah, it's all it's all three. And I think Wait, it's... Wait, key points in D&D. It's K-I. How are those spelled? Those are K-I? Mm-hmm. And those are also energy, but those are... Yes, that's for D&D, D&D-ized. D&D-ized. <laughs> okay. Is that a word, Connor? Um, <laughs> where was I? Oh, yeah. So each... Chakra has a bij mantra, which is like a sound okay. to help activate that chakra. So real quick, I'm going to go through each chakra and stuff associated with each of them. Uh, I'm not going to do everything because there's just too much associated with each chakra, but I'll do the main things that people focus on. So I'm going to do its name and location, its Sanskrit name, the meaning of its Sanskrit name, the color, the element, its basic essence, and its mantra. Okay, cool. Are you ready? I'm ready. When do we get to the symptoms of blocked that makes me just question everything and feel bad about myself? Soon. Yay! <laughs> I'm excited. You might implode. It's going to be fun. Oh, <laughs> happy birthday, Jenna. You've made me sad. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, you bully me on my birthday. I just send you into an a existential crisis. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's how we work. Totally an even trip. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> All right, we're going to start with the root chakra. And I'm starting with the root and not the crown, because when you go through a meditation, like if you ever listen to a YouTube meditation to align your chakras, they start at the base. They start with the root because it's the foundation. So that's where I'm going to start now. A lot of like meditation tracks also start like with your feet. They do. They'll, they say plant your feet on the floor. Or like if you're laying down, like f find a comfortable position, like take note of your feet, take note yes. of your legs and they'll like work their way up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's a grounding method. Okay. So, we'll start with the root chakra, which is located at the base of your spine. Its Sanskrit name is Muladhara, meaning root. Wow. The root chakra. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. It's the only one like that, too. Uh, its color is red. Its element is earth. Its basic essence for your body is, it's your foundation. It governs your instincts and your security. And its mantra is, it's spelled L-A-M, but when you do it, it's Okay. Uh, next is your sacral chakra, which is located above the pubic bone. Near your sacrum. Near your sacrum. Yes, exactly. I actually didn't know that was a location on the body until I was like <laughs> getting into chakras. Uh, its Sanskrit name is Shwadishtana. 
Whoa. That's kind of a pretty looking word. The name meaning is where the self is established, which is interesting because you've got your root, you've got your base, but then you've got yourself. So it's like you can't start building yourself until you're grounded, which I kind of like. Its color is orange. Its element is water. And it governs sensuality, passions, and sexuality. And its mantra is voom. Yeah, each oh, one is like va va voom. Yeah, each one just kind of gets a letter in between, but like before so, AM. So we've got loom and, and voom so far. Yes. Okay. Next is your solar plexus chakra, which is located your solar plexus. Crazy. The solar plexus, in case you don't know, is actually Danny. We're gonna ha- we're gonna have you hop in, Danny. Where's your solar plexus? I'll give you a hint. It's above the belly button. <laughs> Tell you what, I'll punch you in it, and then you'll you'll never forget where it is. It's above or below the belly button? Above. Above your belly button. Uh... We just told you where it your is, and plexus. you're still... <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. The, the plexus that is most affected by the sun. So yeah, solar plexus chakra is located in your solar plexus, which is... Like, kind of below that V, like, upside-down V portion of your ribcage. I don't know why I'm touching my own ribcage. Below your sternum? Below your sternum. Between the bottom of your sternum and the top of your belly button. Yes. Its Sanskrit name is Manipura. Manipura? Meaning jewel city or lustrous gem. Jewel city? Jewel city. Lustrous gem. (laughs) Oh, you are such a gem. city, dude. Its element is fire. And it governs self-esteem, willpower, and commitment. There's a fire in my belly. Exactly. That's why it's the solar plexus. It's governed by the sun. Is it making sense now? Did you say it's yellow? It is yellow. Okay. Like the sun. Is this rainbow order going It is up? rainbow order. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, was curious if the order of the colors would switch up. No, yeah. It follows rainbow order. And I think, you know, that also just makes sense as far as flow. Gotcha. You know? And it's beige mantra is rum. Rum. So we got LVR so far. Next is the heart chakra, which is located right around your breastplate. Its Sanskrit name is Anahita, which means unstruck. Its color is green. Its element is air. It governs spiritual awareness, forgiveness, and love. And its Bija mantra is Yum. Oh, Yum. (laughs) This is is your yummy chakra. Fun. Next is the throat chakra, which is located in your throat. Whoa. Its Sanskrit name is Vishuddha, which means purest. Its color is blue. Its element is the ether. Ooh. And it governs communication and truth. And its mantra is hum. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Hum. That's and it, fun. you have that hum in your throat. Like, it makes sense. I to have me. a, like, really bad throat tickle right now, and I'm, like, not sure why. <laughs> Maybe your throat chakra. I wonder blocked. if it's like psychosomatic because my stomach also hurts now. <laughs> Are you just thinking of the parts of your body and realizing how much pain you're hurts. in? <laughs> is, well, is there a chakra that's in like your eardrum because my ear is also itchy? I mean, the throat chakra like can affect your ears. Great. Yep. Keep Maria, going. I'm just pointing out everything. Keep going, babes. Next is your third eye chakra, which is between your brows. Its Sanskrit name is Anachna. 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 It took me a while to say. Anachna means command. Ooh. Its color is indigo. Its element is light. It governs intuition and reason. And its mantra is Oh, that's that one. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. The last one is your crown chakra, which is located at the top of your head or floating above. It depends on how you'd like to visualize it. Its Sanskrit name is Sahasraha. I'm sorry. Let me say that again. Sahasrara. Sahasrara. Meaning 
thousand petaled, referring to a lotus flower. Oh, that's usually I okay. Imagery mm-hmm. is tying in. Yeah, it's um, it's like mandala symbol is like it just has like a bunch of bunch of petals on it, mm-hmm. and its color is either violet or white. Okay, ultraviolet. It's yeah, kind of yeah. <laughs> its element is either cosmos or none, depending on which form you like to follow. Okay. It governs enlightenment and the divine, like your connection to the divine. And its mantra is either also om or silence. Ooh. Yeah, which I kind of like. I kind of like the idea of the silence. Because you're, you're letting in. You're not trying to, like, unlock something. You're trying to communicate, which in communication, you need listening. So the Ooh. silence makes a lot of sense to me. So those were the seven chakras. Now we'll get to the part that you are dreading slash really excited to hear. <laughs> oh boy, howdy. Time to learn how I'm fucked up. So what does it mean for a chakra to be blocked or misaligned? So because the chakras are all interrelated, if one chakra is blocked or misaligned, it will have an effect on the rest of the chakras, which I kind of mentioned a minute ago. Like when you start to do a chakra meditation, You they usually start with the base. Sometimes they start with the crown chakra, but they usually start with the base, your foundation, to kind of build up from there. It is believed that diet, exercise, breathing patterns, and meditation have a heavy impact on the balance of your chakra. And I'll get to this in a sec, but there are certain foods and like very like specific yoga positions that are said to help open certain chakras. Okay. There's actually a lot of things said to open certain chakras, but like foods and yoga positions are the big ones. A basic way to tell if you have a blocked chakra, just in general, like any chakra in general, um, is the state of your mental health. So usually poorer than better is a sign that a chakra is blocked. Uh, dwelling on negative memories from your past trouble with relationships, the feeling of stagnation, and just general physical discomfort. I love how you're looking at me right now. You look like I've just added you. You just have the <laughs> sweetest smile on my face. Oh, yeah. Nothing's wrong. No, no, not at all. <laughs> However, each chakra does have its own warning signs, so to speak, both mental and physical, of being aligned or, or mis- sorry, misaligned or blocked. And I'll go through each of them briefly. Are you are you ready? I don't know if I am, but we're gonna do it. <laughs> you're probably gonna you're gonna cry laugh. I think because okay, that's great. what I was doing when I was writing these. Okay, notes. great. I love it. All right, so starting with the root chakra once again. So the physical signs that the root chakra is blocked are problems with your immune system, aches in legs, feet, or rump area, bowel trouble, eating disorders, and trouble focusing. Mental signs that your root chakra is blocked is stress about finances, low self-esteem, feelings of insecurity regarding your safety and well-being, uh, anxiety, depression, panic attacks, nightmares, overthinking, anger issues. So those are the signs that your root chakra might be blocked. Signs that your sacral chakra is blocked. Physical signs that the sacral chakra is blocked, uh, low sex drive or overactive sex drive, urinary or kidney problems, hip, pelvic, or lower back pain. Mental signs that it's blocked are the inability to express emotions or desires, fear of betrayal, mood swings, selfishness, and lack of desire or detachment in general. Signs that your solar plexus chakra is blocked. Physical signs are digestive issues, nausea, chronic fatigue, pancreas or gallbladder issues. Mental signs would be a loud inner critic, fear of rejection, or victim mentality. Moving on to the heart chakra, signs that it's blocked, physical signs that it's blocked, upper back or shoulder problems, um, and arm and wrist pain. 
Mental signs that it's blocked are jealousy, bitterness, or a suffocating affection towards someone, fear of loneliness, depression slash anxiety, and difficulty feeling empathy. Signs that your throat chakra is blocked. Physical signs would be a sore throat, uh, ear infections or ear pain, (laughs) neck and shoulder pain, or thyroid issues. Mental signs would be trouble expressing yourself, trouble commute, trouble, trouble? Trouble! Trouble communicating or trouble with creativity, uh, and the fear of not being in control. Signs that your third eye chakra is blocked. Physical signs would be headaches, eye strain, blurry vision, and sinus issues. Mental signs would be moodiness and stubbornness, volatility, or trouble with self-reflection. And the last one, signs that your crown chakra is blocked. Physical signs are rigid thoughts, depression, and trouble learning. Mental signs would be analysis paralysis, which is like the fear of failure or the fear of wasting time. It's basically like overanalyzing things. Uh, The fear of alienation or not being able to trust yourself. Oh, intrigue. So now that I got through all seven, you might be thinking, wow, the shit ton of my chakras are blocks. Is it? So (laughs) hang on. So are the the chakras all connected like the pools of water? Yes. So So is it possible for one to not be blocked and the other ones to be blocked or like they all affect each other so like if you're if one chakra is blocked or misaligned which means the same thing by by the way it will affect the other ones around it like I, it's kind of like a tower i'd like to stick to the pools of water i think you can imagine <laughs> it in several different ways but okay so so does the flow go upward through the chakras then or yes. does it flow both ways it flows both ways but i think more typically it flows up okay from the root so if like a heart chakra were blocked it could potentially then block the throat but then would it extend to the third eye or would it just block the next one over i think it would i think depending on how how blocked it is it could affect all the way up to the crown and possibly down into the solar plexus but Now, and I'm not an expert on all of this, keep in mind, but just from the research and from just like my own self-reflection on my own energy, I would say it does more often flow upward, but to only think of it flowing upwards would be ignorant. Right. I'm just confused because as you predicted, I'm blocked as hell (laughs) for all of them but one. Oh, which one? The sacral. Okay. Okay. So I'm like, how does it... But that's like one of the middle ones. So how does it skip? It's the second one. Yeah. Yeah. So how could my root be blocked and my... And um, the rest be blocked? And my solar plexus be blocked and everything else, but it skip over the sacral. If I had to guess, I think that's maybe just where you hold most of your positive energy. In my sacral? In your sacral. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> hey, man. I just... You could have said any other chakra and I probably would have said the same thing. (laughs) But yeah, if I had to guess, because like, maybe that's just where like your primary energy lies. Um, So maybe they can be like blocked and independent of each other. I think Like obviously there would be overflow, but it's not like a direct link. It's not a direct link. Yes, they are all interconnected. But I do think, um, I do think, yeah, there can be like more of a focus on one or the other. But 
great question, man. Because I feel like chakras, you know, whether they exist realistically or not, it's all about like understanding your energy flow and like how one thing affects another in your life. And like sometimes putting all those pieces together is really hard. So having like imagery like chakras and like energy flow can be really helpful for a lot of people. But yeah, sorry, great question. That was awesome. I feel like a preschooler every time you praise me for saying something. Oh, sorry. I'm not trying to patronize. <laughs> great question. Good job. No, it's just like, no, you're just like pointing out something that I didn't think about. <laughs> <laughs> I almost, I'm like, wow, I need a second to redo my notes. Like, that's literally oh, okay. what you do when you ask questions like that. Sorry. I'm sorry. You're a thing? You're, it's fine. You're a thing? <laughs> but to continue with my notes, since I can't go back and redo them, uh, typically, yes, like one chakra being blocked does kind of make the other ones wiggly. And this is particularly true for the root chakra, like I said, because it's your foundation. And... Something, this was very interesting to me because it was a very, like, deep introspective thing for me when I learned it. Something that can really throw your root chakra out of whack is having, like, either a traumatic or an unstable childhood. So if you haven't, like, if you've been through that, like, if that applies to you and you haven't, like, fully coped with it and you have a hard time unblocking your root chakra, I might suggest therapy and, like, learning coping mechanisms because you just sitting with yourself trying to unblock that chakra probably won't work. Right, I think yeah. there's like a lot more to it. Like there's a lot more coping when it comes to the root chakra because it's so fundamental. Uh, but moving on, on a more positive note. Oh boy. How to unblock and realign your chakra. Oh boy, howdy. So each chakra, as I said, has its own yoga, its own, its own yoga position. It also has its own hand sign, which like you've seen like the two fingers together, like the mm -hmm. pointer and the thumb. And, like, you do the ohm thing and you, like, lay those the backs of your hands on the back of your knees. That position is for a specific chakra. And each chakra has its own. So, like, you might see, like, that position, like, making like an Like the o. okay with your hand. Yeah, the okay with your hand. But having, like, one down on your knee and then one over your sternum. Oh, yeah. The, that's like, to open the, the heart like, chakra. The off balance double okay slash, like, the, one is an okay and the other is, like, the gotcha Oh, yes. Or <laughs> the okay also, gotcha. like, the hand's 69, but, like, the nine is drifting. Yes. Was that a good way of describing it in this audio medium? Was that a, think? Was Did that you good like for it? you? <laughs> was that good for you? Did you like how I said 69, but with hands? Thanks. Yeah, I liked that a lot, Maria. Thank you. Do it more often. You're welcome. Happy <laughs> birthday. If you'd like to see said hand positions, I will probably post them on the Instagram. Or Maria will post them on the Instagram. They'll be on Instagram. Yeah, they'll be on... Hey, Check us out on social media at Wonder Binge Pod. At Wonder Binge Pod. So I personally suggest meditation to unblock chakras. Uh, breathing practices and yoga are also super great for unblocking chakras. But if you are more interested in the smaller things that you can do, like on a more everyday basis, um, or maybe you like me, you just don't like meditation in general. Here are some other ways that you can open your chakras. The most important above all is your diet. Your health, your physical health, I feel like is the foundation of a lot of mental health as well. Like feeling good in your body, I think will help you feel good in your mind. That's my own personal opinion. Like drinking lots of water and eating healthy and on like, even if it's like taking walks, some sort of exercise is good for helping keeping the energy of your chakras flowing. That's in general. But to get to the nitty gritty, here are ways that you can open up each chakra. Are you ready? We're going to start with the root again. All right, here's some foods that'll help you keep your root chakra energy flowing. Any red foods or foods with like strong red pigments. This Beets. is 
beets. Yeah, good one. <laughs> this is not including anything with artificial coloring. It has to. It's red like something natural. No red food dye. Flaming hot Cheeto. Red peppers are good because they're natural. Red peppers would be good. Yeah, red peppers would be great. Red velvet cake, not great. Apples. Apples are good. But here's more. Here's some more uh, specific foods. You got brown rice, which is not red, but like brown rice, red fruits, any kind of berry, regardless of the color, and anything with high vitamin C will help the root chakra energy. Fight flow. off that scurvy. Align your roots. Um, I also have positive affirmations if you'd like to say these to yourself to help open the chakras. You can say them to me. I'll say them to you and then you can say them to yourself. I just want you to say them to me. You're not gonna you're not gonna repeat them back? I guess. <laughs> no, don't repeat them. Actually, <laughs> if I that. if I repeat them back, I will sound sad through all of them. <laughs> do you wanna do that? Do you wanna do you wanna I commit love to that? my body? <laughs> my home is safe and secure. Say, say them actually. <laughs> But All just right. know that that would move. It would be my delivery <laughs> if I didn't repeat them back. I knew it would be. I love my body. My home is safe and secure. The universe will always provide. I'm gonna do three for each. By the way, I like the last one. The universe will always provide. Yeah, I like that. Opening up your sacral chakra. Some foods, any orange foods, uh, but more specifically, cheese balls. Not cheese. No artificial colorings. Cheese. <laughs> cheese is for a different one, actually. What? <laughs> yeah, cheese is for a different chakra. Carrot. Melons, carrots, sweet potatoes, swash, swash? Squash? Swashbuckling rogue. Swashbuckling rogue? Eat a swashbuckling <gasps> rogue. Squash, pumpkin, uh, and anything with high zinc. Ooh. Positive affirmations for the sacral chakra would be, I attract people who treat me with respect. My emotions are free-flowing and balanced. I honor the sacredness of my body. You know what's crazy? Not what's crazy? Not so much the third one you said, but the two that you just said for that. Mm-hmm. As you said them, just just orange in my brain. Like those were orange statements. Really? Does that make sense? No, that totally makes sense. Like those those sentences are orange. Yeah, that totally makes sense. I yeah, and I feel the same way. I feel like really energy dense words have colors. Sayings have colors. No, it's not weird, Marie. It's awesome. It's awesome. That was awesome. That was awesome. That was awesome. (laughs) All right. Moving on to your solar plexus. Foods for the solar plexus are yellow foods in general. No artificial dyes or colors. Sunflower seeds, olive oil, honey, pineapple, banana, grapefruit, and more brown rice. Just gobble up that brown rice, my friends. Positive affirmations for the solar plexus chakra would be, I stand in my power. I can achieve whatever I set my mind to. I confidently welcome new experiences. Fun. Were those yellow to you? Well, now I'm trying to assess if I'm just assuming that because I know them. Uh, I can start. I can stop saying the color. No, I can't because then it would throw it out of whack. Right. I was gonna, that would be fun, though, if you just like said affirmations and I said what color I thought they were. Ooh, we'll do it later. Okay. I like that. We'll do it later when I forget what's associated with what. I like it. Now the heart chakra. The heart. The heart, the wants, heart what wants. wants what it wants. Foods that your heart might want. Uh, green foods and foods rich in omega fatty acids. Is tea one of the heart ones? Tea is for a different one, actually. Is tea for throat? No. Is tea for third eye? Tea is for third eye. <sighs> I'm a genius. Third time's the charm, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a genius. Third eye's the charm. Shut your mind. Uh, Whoa, what other did foods I just that'll. Say? Did you just hear me? No, I didn't hear you. What is this? What is this connotate like mentally? I just said, shut your mind. Shut your mind. Oh. We're not. We're not on that chakra yet. <laughs> 
what's happening. All right, other foods that help open the heart chakra would be wine, obviously. Green veggies, limes, kiwis, and avocados. Why is wine obvious? Bruh, wine's good for your heart. Is it? Yeah. Like medically? Yeah. Is grape juice also good for your heart? I believe it as, is. As like a result of that? I think grape juice, grape, grape juice. I think grape juice is more for- um, You still said juice. I, I did say juice. Can you say the word juice? Juice. <laughs> juice. You're juice. just saying juice. I, am I saying juice? Juice. Oh, God. Say grape juice. Grape juice. You're Fuck! Saying juice. <laughs> grape juice. Grape. 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 Grape juice. Cranberry juice. Pineapple juice. Gas. <laughs> Petrol. <laughs> Juiced up. Swole. Okay. Positive affirmation. <laughs> I think you're in this bodybuilder mode. You're just about to say some positive I'm affirmations just, I'm for in, your heart. I'm in just do it position. You are in Shia LaBeouf pose. <laughs> just eat avocados. God bless this beef. Shia means like, well, shoot. Connor literally just told this to me like Wait, yesterday. The Does the name, name Shia, Shia? It means bless this beef. No, hang on. Oh my god. So the name Shia means praise God. I love and that. And LaBeouf means the beef. Praise God the so, beef. <laughs> praise God the beef. Shut up. That's amazing. Oh my god. Praise God the beef. Is that the name of the episode now? Happy birthday, praise the beef. That's <laughs> Happy full birthday, title. praise the beef. Full title. Um. Maria, would you like the positive affirmations? Now? Tell me the affirmations for my heart. I'm going to tell you how to open your heart. I am worthy of the purest love. I <laughs> Don't laugh at that. <laughs> I am not mentally well. The fact that I just laughed at that. <laughs> you're like, fuck, no, you're not. Oh <laughs> you're not worthy of the yikes. purest love. Oh, my God. Yikes. Anyway, continue. Oh, big yike. I live in harmony with others. I forgive my own mistakes and grow from them. <laughs> You're ruining this. I'm going to go through them again real quick okay. so it feels more real, maybe. Okay. sorry. Ignore <laughs> no, me. Okay. Ignore me. I am worthy of the purest love. I live in harmony with others. I forgive my own mistakes and grow from them. Beautiful. We're going to go to the throat chakra. Here are some foods to open up your throat chakra. Chocolate. Dairy, more honey, lemon, plums, blueberries, and purple cabbage. Positive affirmations would be, I speak my truth openly and freely. My honesty attracts what I deserve. I alone am accountable for expressing myself clearly. Wow. That one kind of hit me. That last one, when I was reading it, I was like, oh shit, no one's... Yeah, like I can't blame anyone for me not knowing how to express myself. I like the first one. It was, I speak for the trees, right? Yeah, that was it. I am the Lorax. I speak for the trees. <laughs> well, the Lorax might be invested in the third eye because some of the foods that help open up the third eye would be nuts, which come from trees typically, tea, and fresh foods in general. So hit up your local farmer's market if your third eye is feeling blocked. Positive affirmations for the third eye would be, Every situation is an opportunity for growth. I trust my intuition. I am connected to the wisdom of the universe. Ooh. Right? That's a lot of third eye stuff. That is a lot of third eye stuff. And finally, the crown. Foods that help open up the crown chakra are none. Fasting is actually good for opening up your crown chakra. Positive affirmations would be, I honor the divine within me. I am open to new ideas. And I am guided by a higher power and inner wisdom. 
So I think the idea is that like you're the the crown chakra is not connected to the earth. I think that's very like the whole point of it is mind over matter. Exactly. Yeah. And like to even reference um your episode about the monks who would meditate on top of I was of just mountains. thinking about that. Yeah, that was what I just thought of was like how they would do a lot of fasting and like only eating like tree nuts and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um so it's like the third eye and the crown are the only things that they were focused on was the right. whole enlightenment business. Yeah. Makes sense to me. There are several other ways to open your chakras that I already mentioned, the yoga, the meditation, but there are also healing stones associated with each chakra. <gasps> There's different scents for aromatherapy that are associated with each. Um, and then just guided meditations in general. I want to hear about the rock. Wait, are they the colors? It's pretty much can the I colors. Guess? Yeah. Hang on. Let me open something up so I can cross-reference. I feel confident in my first guess. What's your first guess? Red Jasper. That's not one of the three that I have listed here. It might be. It's, it is generally... Oh, like generally... there's three for each? No, no, no. So look, remember how I said that I made a chakra chart for my tarot book? Uh-huh. That's what I'm looking at right now. Well, look at a real one. Girl, this is a real <laughs> one. So, because you said the red one, right? Uh-huh. The first one. That's red. So like red stones in general will, yes, help you meditate on that chakra. But the ones that I, the one that I found, I have a couple for each one. But I picked the ones that I saw the most and put them in my chart. So I wanted to see if you'd guess one of those. Red agate. Red tiger's eye? Tiger's eye is... No. No, that's a different chakra. Tiger's eye is for orange. Mm Mm-hmm. Garnet? Garnet would work. I don't have it here. Redstone, 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 redstone. Bloodstones aren't red. It still applies. Bloodstones are not red. But blood is red. What the heck? Black orbs and hematite. 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 Thank you. Also blood. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> are good for meditating. <laughs> um, None of those are red. I know. It's kind of weird. I think it's more about the energy than the color. But, like, you can just use the color if you want. What the heck? But it's more about the energy, I think. Okay. Uh, tiger's eye for your sacral. Yes. Carnelian and onyx. Which okay. is black. It's not orange. It's not it's orange. It's very uh, For your... Solar plexus, we've got topaz, citrine, and amber. So that does my life. Have we given up more. on me guessing? Oh, did you want to guess still? All right, Maria, for the heart chakra, what do you got? Heart is green. So, emerald. Jade. Jade. Peridot. No. Oh. Rose quartz. That's not green! But rose quartz has to do with love and affection, well, which then, has to do with the heart I chakra. I feel as though I asked, are they the colors? And you said yes, and I feel lied to in that aspect. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. I said typically, like, if you don't want to overthink it, grab whatever color stone is associated with that chakra it'll work but these ones i did more research on and since rose quartz and the other ones have to do more with like energy things that's where the that's why it lines up there okay okay stop imitating my hand motions daniel let it be known that jenna lied to all of us earlier i i'm sorry i lied (laughs) happy birthday next is throat next is that is is speaking and stones that help with speaking are these are all actually blue turquoise okay Blue Agate. Okay. And Aquamarine. Ooh. Ooh. What a great movie. Oh sorry, my god, sorry. I never told you guys about Water Towers. You failure. <laughs> I'll have Why it. did you just I'll think of next that? Because Aquamarine. Oh my god, because she's <laughs> swimming in a freaking water tower. Guys, I, I promise, next episode, I will open with water towers. Oh my god. You I better. You better, or Matt's going to be really mad at you. He is. Don't you tisk tisk me. Oh, Dan's wagging his finger. With your, with your little finger. 
you want to guess for the third eye? Would you say that that's magic? Uh, its element is the cosmos, if that. Because I want to say Labradorite would make sense for it, but I don't think that it's going to be on your list. It's not, but it doesn't necessarily mean it wouldn't work. I have a very small list in front of me. Here's the thing, like, it's really about what you want to do. I just picked a couple for my chart so is I can- Is psychic I, I mean, kind of. Clear quartz. I'm just thinking about a crystal ball. TBH. Interesting. Angelite is light blue, but it's very transparent looking. Okay. I got Angelite and Lapis Lazuli. Oh, okay. Um, And for the, I only actually have one for uh, the crown chakra, and that's Amethyst. I, yeah, I had to open up another document for that. <laughs> Imprompt 2? Imprompt 2. Wasn't prepared. Oh! Wasn't. <laughs> sorry, you, you like split the word up weird. <laughs> I guess impromptu. Sorry. <laughs> You're saying it as two separate words and it confuses me. I either blur all of my words together or pronounce things funny so they sound <laughs> like they're two or three separate words. Okay. <laughs> God, I'm such, such a failure. Where was I? Uh, no, you are worthy of the purest love. Oh. And- <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I learn from my failures and grow from them. I learn from my failures and grow from them. I learn from my failures and grow from them. <laughs> so. What was I saying? Oh, opening up your chakras. You got healing stones. What we just went through. Aromatherapy. There's different scents that you can jump into. I don't want to like go through everything because this episode is already going to be really long. Imagine like a like like a dance hit class where the instructor is just moving their arms aimlessly and there's like no coordination and it's just everywhere and it's so high energy. That's what the last like minute was. (laughs) (laughs) Just flail my arms when I talk. Just everywhere i can't sit still i I know i love it (laughs) i just want to give them a visual you know and you know what matt said to me just before i left you guys really got to start doing video recordings for your sessions (laughs) like it's just gonna be me sitting completely still and like reaching for my coffee every once in a while and you just flailing flailing (laughs) completely flailing everywhere full flail Oh my god. Actually, I think I'm glad we're not filming because, um, yeah, I can't control it. It just happens. <laughs> anyway, if you need some help opening up your chakras, uh, I personally use a lot of guided meditations off of YouTube. You can do specific ones. I do a more general one where it starts from the base and goes up to the crown. Uh, some of them range from like 20 minutes long to like two hours long. It's really whatever you have time for and whatever you want to get into. But that's what I use. And really opening up the chakras and doing chakra maintenance, it's all about whatever works for you. It's, it's, it's a personal journey, you know, just like anything. So if you're into this, please do your own personal research. See what works for you. Uh, and like, if you want to, email us about it because I'd love to hear how you keep up with your chakras. Or maybe I'd even love to hear about your skepticism on chakras and maybe something alternative. Like, if you have thoughts, please let me know. Email us with how Avatar The Last Airbender changed your life. Email us with how Naruto changed your life or any show. Name the animated show that introduced you to chakras. (laughs) You know what's funny about you saying that? My next bullet is chakras and pop culture. Yay! (laughs) We're going to get on a lighter note real quick. So we're starting with Naruto because I'm selfish. So... For those of you who don't know, Naruto is a children's ninja animated series. Uh, I pretty much grew up on this show. And in this show, the ninjas use chakra energy as the source of their power. And instead of having, like, the seven main ones aligned, in this show, there's hundreds of smaller chakra points all throughout your body. They're kind of portrayed as veins, uh, and they're all very small. There's not, like, like, one big chakra, so to speak. 
Um, but each person has different chakra types based on the elements. One would be a fire type, a wind type, a lightning type, an earth type, and a water type. So there's five different chakra types that a person can be. And that influences what type of ninja power you use. It's kind of cool. okay. They also use special hand signs to activate chakra powers, which is, as you can imagine, based off of the meditative hand signs that you use to open up your chakras. Oh, cool. Right? Next is Avatar The Last Airbender. The chakras in Avatar do more closely follow the traditional, like, Western chakra signs, but they rename them for the series to kind of, like, fit the themes of the show better. So... In Avatar, the root chakra is called the Earth Chakra, which is the element associated with it, so it does line up. Uh, The Sacral Chakra is the Water Chakra. Solar Plexus is the Fire Chakra. The Heart Chakra is your Air Chakra. Throat is Sound. Third Eye is Light. And Crown is the Thought Chakra. So that's how Avatar labels them, which it does correspond with what the chakras mean. So it's, it's cool that they followed it and just, like, they just renamed it accordingly, you know? Um, um, so that theme is also present in Avatar Last Airbender outside of the scene with Guru Pothic. Um So like that, the sh- the theme of chakras is present outside of that. Yeah. Specifically in Chi and specifically in the character of Tai Lee. Yeah. No, oh, totally. And also not the like main seven, but like the ones all over your body. She's mm-hmm. able to just like precision jab at like points on your body and block the Chi. All right, so that was Avatar. Now we're moving on to a character that I've heard of before but didn't know much about, which is the Marvel Universe character Chakra the Invincible. Oh? So this was a comic book series adapted to film and created by the great Stan Lee, who is the creator of the Marvel Universe and the Avengers, for anyone who doesn't know. Uh, But Chakra, this character, was Stan's first Indian superhero. So in the series, our hero is a 14-year-old boy named Raju Rai, and he's given a super suit created by his mentor that allows him to weaponize the power of his chakras. In this, Chakra, or Raju Rai, usually only uses three chakras to fight, although I do think all seven exist in the series. The first chakra that he uses to fight is the Raksha Chakra, which which enables him to create a force field on himself or others or trap people in like a force ball kind of i don't know exactly which chakra that is associated with but the next one is he he uses root chakra which enables him to levitate either himself or other objects okay and the third chakra he uses to fight is his solar chakra which enables him to shoot lasers out of his hands i feel like I feel like levitating would be the opposite of activating. I feel like it would be turning off the root chakra because you are literally becoming ungrounded. Or maybe you're so grounded that you can now fly. That you transcend. You, you transcend <laughs> the ground. Huh. That's interesting. <laughs> but yeah, so that was Chakra the Invincible. Anyway. Uh, and then there's Fight Club. They mentioned chakras. But since we don't talk about Fight Club, I'm not going to get into Wait, it. Wait, Fight Club mentions chakras? Uh, yeah. Pretend <laughs> that you are a stereotypical film major and your favorite film is Fight Club. Talk about it. Basically, they mentioned the heart chakra. It's, it's like, very brief. They mentioned the chakras as far as, like, activating your your strength. And more specifically, they mentioned the heart chakra with, like, I think, like, coping with something. Like, coping with his situation. Oh, okay. Yes. Gotcha. It's very quick, but I saw it on the list of chakras in pop culture, and I went, gotta do that one. Fight Club. Soap? 
Soap? The poster of Fight Club is him holding up a piece of soap that says Fight Club on it. Because they made soap, remember? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I've genuinely only watched that movie once. (laughs) They did make soap, didn't they? Huh. Anyway, would you like my my closing Mankey Zone? Give it to me right now. It's not even a Mankey Zone, actually. What is it? Um, Is it a meditation? It might be a meditation. Gross! Let's do it. So for my closing thoughts, like my Mankey Zone, I am going to do a quick meditation based on an article by Emily Grace from Emily Grace Acupuncture. I did um, I did edit it myself. So it's just based on her words. And in this one, I'm going to do something different than what I was doing for this entire episode. We're going to start with the crown chakra, actually. Are you ready? It's quick. Hopefully it'll only be a couple minutes. I know it's like kind of awkward to do this kind of stuff in the middle of your day if you're listening to this. But you know what? Take this as a chance to realign. Sometimes it's hard to just be present in yourself, especially when you've got a lot going on. And taking a minute to just be present in this world, it can be more helpful than you realize. So, all right, please begin by sitting up straight and sitting comfortably. <laughs> Maria, get your face out of your you laptop. Literally, we're like, okay, let's get started. And I went, okay, time to get comfy. Drop my entire head, <laughs> slouch, really stretch that spine. Uh, sit up straight, please. You all even dance sitting with us. Oh, that's awesome. Sorry to make you have posture. (laughs) All right. Please begin by sitting comfortably. You can either sit on the floor or be seated in a chair. Be sure your spine is aligned and that you're feeling tall. This meditation is best done with your eyes closed. Begin grounding yourself by breathing deeply into your body. Allow the air going in to slowly coax any negative energy into your lungs. Hold for a beat, allowing the energy to compress, then breathe it out, removing the negative energy from your body. Let's do that twice. Now let's focus on our chakras. We are going to begin radiating positive energy in order to cleanse the air of the negative energy we just released. Beginning with the crown chakra, the top of your head, feel your positive energy rise up and out of the crown, reaching upwards in a beam of light. Imagine your crown chakra gaining speed as it spins and spins. Slowly, Feel the beam work its way down through each chakra, blowing through the chakra like wind through a pinwheel. It reaches your third eye chakra, between your brows. The throat chakra. The heart chakra. The solar plexus chakra below the ribcage. The sacral chakra below the navel. And the root chakra at the base of your spine. Send the beam down through your hips and through your feet grounding yourself once more. And when you're ready, slowly open your eyes and come back into the room. Thanks for listening to my birthday episode. (laughs) That felt nice for me. I don't know about you guys. You said the beam of light was spiraling and I just imagined a big drill just drilling through each layer, like like really aggressively (gasps) down each one. Relaxing, Maria. Relaxing. Yeah. yeah. Dan, thoughts? Nice. Actually, I'm almost all the negative energy actually expelling out. Great. Yeah. Isn't that 
that's that's why doing this is so awesome and like like visualization again like even if the chakras aren't real quote unquote visualizing it i think is a great way to help clear your energy as a whole well i used to listen to like meditation cds for my anxiety like when i was young Mm -hmm. and one of like one of the things that has stuck with me my whole life is and it, it was for headaches and anxiety okay so it was breathe in through your nose and like feel the air enter and like not go right down to your lungs but like in your nose and literally caressing like the inside of your skull and just like sweeping up the pain mm-hmm. like sweeping up the bad stuff and then just like swirling and then you breathe it out your mouth and that yeah. like visualization and i used to like visualize it as like a cool air too so i could literally like feel it cold on the inside of my head that's awesome the more like in depth one by one meditations on youtube they generally will like they'll say breathe into an area so like if you start with your feet like you're breathing into your feet and then you breathe into your knees and it just kind of works its way up and it's like cleansing the energy one by one in each area of your body for this more general one that I just did, I like this is something that I had to learn for myself is that like imagining negative energy not as like this horrible like shadow inside of you, but just as like a presence that you can kind of compress and almost like almost like twirling yarn on your fingers. Like when you breathe in the air, it's kind of like wisping it up and then you get it out. Nice. Yeah. But thanks for doing that with me. You're welcome, dear. <laughs> I really love meditations. So, you know, this this was a good birthday episode because this is like something that I actually like really personally struggled with meditating. Like it was it's really hard for me. Because you can't not do something. I Yeah, it's hard for me to sit still. And like I'm, I'm actually Dan and I were just talking about this on the way over. I'm a big overthinker. Mm-hmm. So sitting quietly with my thoughts is like terrifying. But learning to do that has been really helpful. It's not easy, but like I've been teaching myself how to do it and it, you just got to kind of keep up with it. Keep the maintenance on the energy flow. Awesome. But uh thanks for listening guys. You can find my source material. There's a lot. You can find our source <laughs> material for this episode on our link tree and at wonderbingepod.wixsite.com/wonderbing. Please if you have a second, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and or Stitcher. Tell your friends. <laughs> Email us with topic suggestions, requests. Feedback your f- on your Feedback, thoughts. your thoughts, and also shout out bios. I wasn't kidding. I'll do those. Oh my God. Um, yeah. Seriously, if you, if you want us to shout you out on the podcast, we absolutely will. I'm just for me. Jenna will only shout out people she personally knows, but I will <laughs> shout out the strangers. Is that is that the rhythm we're taking? That's, that's my personal choice. <laughs> okay. You can take it. That's fine. You can have it. <laughs> And thanks, thanks, Dan, for sitting in. Yeah. How was it? It was great. Yeah? Do you want more cheese balls? I really do. <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. Bro, I'd love some cheese balls right now. Which chakra will that not open? Your sacral? <laughs> thanks for listening to Wonder Binge Podcast. This has been a Wonder Binge Podcast. Happy birthday, Jenna. You're 25. I'm old. What a fucking freak. <laughs> you love you bye love you bye he is cradling that cheese ball container